welcome to Wellness in the Wilderness. Come with us on the trail of life as we inspire you to take a step outdoors to disconnect from the distractions and reconnect with yourself. Sydney Williams and her guests will motivate you to get active and get well. Now, here is Sydney. All right, welcome to Wellness in the Wilderness. I'm your host, Sydney Williams, and today I have a very special guest. Special? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's special. I think it's special. Uh, so this is, if you don't know the voice, that's Mr. Barry Williams, uh, the better half currently of Hiking My Feelings. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but we are 30 days away from Hiking Your Feelings, Blazing a Trail to Self-Love, coming to the world. And um, I thought we could just kind of share some stories over the past year, maybe some lessons learned, maybe where we're at this year, where we're going, what we're doing, uh, how to sit with uncertainty because your uncertainty is high and my uncertainty is high. Mm -hmm. And I think the world is feeling a bit uncertain these days, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think maybe what we're experiencing is what other people might be experiencing probably, as well? Probably not Tay-Tay and Kelsey. <laughs> They're probably just fine. Yeah, I think maybe that's why I woke up sad, because they were just having such a great time last night. Is it is it over now? It's over can, now. Is it, can it be over now? I think it can be okay. over now. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> ay, ay, ay. so 30 days until hiking your feelings. So uh, today is Monday, February 12th. We're recording this to uh, put this on the world of podcasts for February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. Tomorrow is technically Galentine's Day or maybe like a self-love kind of day. Um, so a lot of things have happened since last year. And the reason that Valentine's Day is significant uh, this this year is it's the one year anniversary of signing my first publishing contract. Mm -hmm. And and we're also going to be submitting for the Banff outdoor movie and book festival that's right we're gonna put hiking your feelings we're submitting to like festivals and stuff it's just so fun we're learning a lot um and i think that's kind of where we wanted to kick things off so hi everybody uh for anybody that's uh listening to the podcast version i'm waving to my phone <laughs> as we go live on instagram while we share uh some stories with you guys so um yes one year ago on the 14th I was in, we were living in Avalon mm -hmm. on Catalina Island. Where were we at mentally? We were <laughs> excited about the book. Yeah. But I think we were starting to realize that we weren't happy. I don't think you had told me that I woke up crying more than I woke up happy yet around Valentine's Day, but. It was getting into it that. It was area. getting into that. So yeah. I was in the thick of something. And uh, turns out, guys, <laughs> I got a pattern. Because uh, Barry said that this happens every year. Uh, leading up to his birthday, which was last week. And um, one of the healers that I'm working with asked me the first time I sat down with him, what is the thing, the terrible thing that happens to you every year between February 14th and March 3rd? Um, so we're coming out of kind of a dark and stormy chapter, aren't we, Barry? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I'm coming out of a dark and stormy chapter <laughs> where I just, you know... I've had a couple temper tantrums over the last few years, um, and the theme of the temper tantrum is um, something along the lines of, and bear with me because this is adorable, I've been doing the work and I don't understand why I still feel this way. Um, if anybody has been on a healing bender like I have for the last, I don't know, almost six years, um, and is just getting kind of frustrated because 
your brain makes uh, stories up like mine does that if I do X, then Y happens guaranteed. So in the equation of mental health and healing, if I go to therapy and I do all the healing, then I'll never feel anything that's not fun ever again. And it turns out that's not actually how life works, is it, Barry? No, no, you don't. The, the, the universe doesn't just give you stuff. You want to talk to the to everybody about that? Yeah, you're gonna to want to take it for yourself. Yeah, because it's yours to be had. Yeah, tell you, me more. You, you don't just they don't just put a crown on you. No, you don't just sit there and get all you know posed up in a lotus position on a tuffet. No. And wait for your crown. No. No. That's not how this works. You can do that, but it's going to be a long ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your back's going to be sore and your butt's going to be sore. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Um, So how did we pull out of this one? So this time, well, not this time last year, but around like April last year, um, after I had submitted the manuscript for... Uh, hike what is now hiking your feelings and it had been sliced and diced and chopped and um, just totally uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for dissected thousands and thousands of words removed the book for, or the manuscript from book number one and the workbook from book number one smushed together ripped and rolled and all twisted up and stuff and then I was like oh boy this is hard and then my friend Gary got on the phone and told me hey Sydney you're in it and I was like, oh, I've been in it before. I can get out of this. And that is a theme that ha- seems to keep coming up. Last year was kind of hard. And so I learned a bunch of lessons in the uh, pursuit of this publishing extravaganza that is hiking your feelings. Um, and the first one was I learned how to keep some stuff to myself and like for myself. Um, not forever because... Uh, I wanted to shout about it from the rooftops as soon as I could, but I was like contractually obligated to be quiet about the book. And so um, I just found myself like uh, enjoying the process with Barry because Barry was really the only other person that was around for all that because we were living on the island and kind of isolated from friends and family. But we're uh, I was learning just about like how neat it is to wrap something up and then just be like, okay, that's mine. And I got to spend some time with it and then, like, turn it over to the grown-ups that were going to make it look real pretty. And then I got the book back and then we could talk about it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so fun. Um, But, like, learning how to just kind of keep some good news to myself instead of just running to the Internet to tell everybody. Sorry about the delay, everyone. Um, And then I also learned how to sit with my discomfort. And I'm not going to say that I learned it and I mastered it because that's not true. Um, But I learned how to sit with my discomfort, Barry. How do you sit with your discomfort? I, I don't. I uh, have a couple beers and nap with my discomfort. Yeah. And then it's fine. Yeah. So um, Barry so simple. It's so wonderful how, how easy things seem to be for Barry. Um, but when I feel discomfort, historically, I well, before hiking my feelings, I would drink or eat or watch TV or do all the things to avoid feeling the feeling that was making me uncomfortable. And then when I started hiking, then I learned how to, like, um, process the physical sensation of discomfort and understand what it is, which was, like, simultaneously relieving, but also um, not at all. Because now I was, like, acutely aware that when my body does this, it's because I'm uncomfortable. So then I, like, had to figure out what I was uncomfortable about because I got to, like, follow the breadcrumbs to get to where I need to get. And then 
Uh, I'm in this, I find like I'm in this really cute space right now. By cute, I mean totally annoying and probably a little bit, um, a lot of it irritating, maybe um, infuriating, maybe not fun for Barry, which is where um, Barry, uh, being the wonderful, <laughs> calm, patient, grounded, uh, emotionally regulated, nervous systemly regulated person that he is. And devastatingly handsome. Also devastatingly handsome. Uh, will tell me some kind of something to pull me out of a funk. Or I'll like, or even better, I'll explicitly ask for his help to solve a problem. He'll come up with a solution that resonates so clearly that I think I thought of it myself, but clearly I didn't because I asked for the help and I didn't have that answer before I asked him for it. And then I like in the same breath. And I don't know if anybody here can relate to this, but in the same breath, I'm like, ooh, that is true in every cell of my being. I believe that. That resonates. That feels like a solution. And also in one ear and out the other. And then every once in a while, someone uh, like Oprah (laughs) or uh, a stranger on the street or... Someone in my life that's not Barry will say probably close to the exact same thing verbatim. And it feels like brand new information that I've never heard before. And that is a long way of getting around, (laughs) going around the block to get next door to say that when I sit with my discomfort, it's helpful. But then, like, I really kind of wish I didn't have to because I'd I'd prefer not to be uncomfortable ever. One. Um, and that kind of feels like a birthright, which is gross and not how life works. But also, um, I'd really just like for the hard part to be over and get straight to the insights. So when I ask for help and then Barry gives it because he's wonderful and then I run away and I hear it in another voice and then I think it's brand new information, then I'm uncomfortable again because the look that I get when that happens, God, I love you so much. He's so patient. It's just like not fun for me or for anyone. So I'm learning how to sit with my discomfort. Um, I am learning how to um, listen more both to myself and my voice, um, but also uh, the support that's given. And then on the other end of that, the other lesson that I learned is how to ask for what I need when I need it. Um, so then like the follow up to that lesson to make that really feel like I'm nailing it is when I actually start to listen to the help that I get. I'm not perfect. <laughs> I never said I was. So I'm just trying to figure this out. But that's where I'm at, which leads to a lot of frustration. Um, this beginning of the year stuff is is wild. Um, and January felt like it was three years long. But here we are uh, mid-February already. And I am just thinking, Mr. Williams, about all the things that we have been working so hard for for this year and everything that we've been excited about and um i just want to see where you're at given all the lessons that i learned maybe you got some more wisdom that i can listen to on this podcast 10 years from now when i'm ready to hear it (laughs) but you know don't do it for me do it for the listeners because they might actually listen and learn right away instead of me taking all the time to understand well hear barry now believe somebody else later right yeah or believe barry later when i listen to this back yeah no, we, I mean, we get a lot of exciting things going on this year. Yeah. We are the least resourced that we've ever been. Let's talk about that. Let's start. But we let's, have the biggest goals we've ever had. We've ever had. And the biggest opportunity. Right. Which, when you're under-resourced, pursuing opportunities feels like actual insanity. 
Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Can I say that? Yep. Do you agree? Yep. Sounds like it. Tell yep. me more about uh, about the being under resourced. Oh, we just have uh, we have a fan. Well, we tentatively have a a big year ahead of us. Yeah. By far the biggest opportunity to have a big year. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's all good, but like with whenever we've started our other previous years, we've been a little bit more funded and resourced and supported. And I know it's coming. It's just, I could go for it to come a little bit sooner so we don't have to stress so much about this. Yes. So, because originally we were going to go on a book tour. Yes. And that may or may not happen. Yes. In some iteration. Correct. But for the most part, it's out the window. Well, Mm, hang kind on. Kind of, but not really. Kind of, but not really. But uh, the, the original plan that we had yes. is out the window. The original plan that we had is out the window. So let's let's take a step back. Before we knew that the original plan that we've been working on for over a year now, since I, like, well, almost a year now, because like the second that I signed that contract and started writing that book, I was dreaming about what this year would look like to support this because of everything that happened in 2020 and with my self-publishing journey, like all of that informed what we want to do here. So let's talk about what the plan was just so we've got it <laughs> for posterity and then we'll talk about what the plan what we think the plan might be and then when we get done with all of this stuff this year then we can look back and we can reflect on where we're at so let's see how this works out okay so the plan uh barry alluded to we had a big plan for a big book tour and here's another thing um in the spirit of uh putting some reality on the self-care self-help wellness industry um you can talk about something as if it's happening as much as you want and you can say that with all the conviction in the world and talk about the things that are actually happening but at the end of the day there's two things that i think it comes down to uh whether or not you're willing to go get it which barry alluded to nobody's going to hand me the book tour of my dreams that's why i planned the one that i planned um but two uh you can't just like talk about stuff and then stuff magically happens without any effort or in our case without any resources because where i think about where we're at the effort a plus resources were failing so when i think about the book tour that we had planned it kind of reminds me like the the lead up to realizing that what we had been working on for close to a year wasn't happening felt like when we were in the joshua tree parking lot in 2020 and that tour got canceled does that make sense? You feel that? Yeah, and, and and I mean, without spoiling everything, this the stuff that isn't happening isn't really that big of a deal because it seems like other things are popping up. Yes. So there's like, and we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's not the end of the world, it's but it's not certainly what we had worked so hard to put together. So I put together this insane, and I'm not going to say cancel clear. No more insane. Uh, I put together this incredibly intentional just borderline spiritual experience to even plan this, let alone be able to go execute on it. So what we had planned for this year to support this book is the ultimate tour to give you as many opportunities and as many cool places as possible to put the concept in concepts presented in the book into practice. That was the goal. Like we would go like we've got we're expanding on our wilderness wellness retreats, which like those are still happening, which I'm so excited about to share some more about that coming up. Um, So we had these wellness retreats. We had 
Um, bookstores routed from San Diego over towards Tucson, out to Texas, back to New Mexico, up through Utah, into Colorado, back through Utah, then down to Sequoia for the summer, and then up to Glacier, and then over to Seattle, and then down the West Coast, back to San Diego sometime next, sometime in this fall. Um, when we were looking at it, we were looking at day hikes and cleanups in every town we stopped in, taking some inspiration from our 2019 tour. Um, as many talks in bookstores, businesses, um, universities, schools, all of that, as many things that we could line up for that as possible, industry events, um, and have all, like as we're on the way to an event that we're planning on executing like the like a retreat then we find the little bookstores and do some day hikes and stuff along the way so it would be like one big swoopy loopy nice little tour um and when we were calculating how many events we were doing like we were in the process of confirming over 50 events if not closer to 60 or 70 depending on how this all shook out so at the end of last year, we're like in talks with sponsors. Things are grooving. They're like, they're so excited. We got to present to them before they had their budget meeting. So they were like, we're going to the budget meeting with this in mind, like adding a line item for hiking your feelings tour. Like we're so excited to support. We'll get back to you when we have the budget meetings and the clarity. So the holidays pass, nothing, which is to be expected. We presented this in September. We turned it over before the holidays we knew that things were kind of moving through uh the internal systems and then like the first week of january only psychos send emails the first week of january because anybody that's working in any kind of email sending profession is digging out from whatever happened between christmas and new year's let's be honest the second week of january is when we all follow up we all circle back it's like corporate speak for the time where we everything that we put off at the end of previous year where we're like let's talk about that in the new year the second week of january is when you set up those meetings when you start circling back when you start responding to those emails that you were digging out from under and then the third week was like my wilderness first responder course so i was like um i still haven't heard anything and i've been following up like consistently uh and we're getting to the point where like we're going to be on the road starting march 1st so we need to get like our printed materials designed and printed we need to get our stickers done we need to get our banners done like whatever we need to support the tour we need to do that and if these sponsors are still on board like we need to know so we can include logos and do everything and get all the things rolling and so it turns out that the sponsor that we were working with that we were had approached for title sponsorship completely pulled all support from any outdoor organization um, or nonprofit, including ours. So that just felt like a gut punch. And it felt like when everything started going down in 2020 and how I couldn't function. And I like, but the difference between 2020 and last month was in 2020, the entire world shut down and everybody's life sucked and everything got taken away from everybody. Like as much as I felt like I was the only person impacted by that, I wasn't. The entire world was adjusting and pivoting and pausing and reconnecting and recollecting and all the things. And this time it was just like, nope, it's just Sydney that feels horrible and has no idea how to move forward. And it felt like everything was coming to a complete and total end. I was in the dark and stormies. I was crying. I was upset. I was frustrated. The week before that, I had realized that like this year is the 10-year anniversary of the really tough year um, in 2014 that kind of kicked off a lot of the things that I talk about in the book. So like coming around and like being grateful for how much I've grown and how much I've healed, but also freaking out because it's right here and da 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 da. Like it was just a lot. And at some point, Barry pulled me out of the wilderness 
because what felt what it felt like was like I just felt so disoriented and so discombobulated and lost because I thought, well, if this if this is the plan and now it's not happening, then that's the end of everything that I'm doing. And then I remembered a nice little piece of advice and a beautiful metaphor that Barry gave me back in 2022. Four years it took you to get that. <laughs> what planet are you living on? 2022? It's not even two years ago. Oh, it's two like, years. Uh, just well, over yeah, a year. Right, okay. Just over a year ago. Um, and Barry, what was that at Joshua Tree that you encouraged me to think about? Oh, uh, living life without a path. Tell tell the pe- tell the good people in this microphone more about that. Well, you know, you may be so focused on getting from point A to point B that you may actually, you know, you want to get over the bridge, but you miss the zip line. It's way more fun. Zip lines are fun. So it's always good to keep your options open. You never know. Yep. There may be a zip line around you. And then what did we do in 2020? So in 2021, actually, I think, mm, I think you might've told me that in 2021. Okay. (laughs) But I did do it because Mm -hmm. then in 2022, I didn't, I didn't overschedule myself. I didn't go absolutely bonkers with filling out the calendar. So if I, if I'm going to connect my own dots, I think I'm going to do that after uh, this little break. So we're going to do a little break to talk about something. It's like a commercial. <laughs> and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the uh, realization that I had. Don't go anywhere. Ready to find your wellness in the wilderness? Look no further than hiking my feelings. Through a combination of community and self-discovery, our programs are designed to give you the space and support to connect life's dots. If you're looking to figure out who you are underneath the stories you've been given and are ready to redesign the map of where you're headed with actionable steps and opportunities to dream big, we're here to walk alongside you. Whether you're a seasoned adventure enthusiast or brand new to the healing power of nature, we've got your back. Visit hikingmyfeelings.org today to download our free Trail Thoughts worksheets and learn more about Hiking My Feelings. All right, everybody. Uh, If you have been wondering about our signature program, Blaze Your Own Trail to Self-Love, you don't have to wonder anymore. You're like, Sydney, where is it? I don't know. You've been doing like monthly workshops. What happens after the new book is released? I've got answers and I'm very excited to share them with you. So uh, the answer is today is a great day to go to hikingmyfeelings.org slash B-Y-O-T, Blaze Your Own Trail, B-Y-O-T, and sign up for updates because Hiking Your Feelings, Blazing a Trail to Self-Love is released March 12th. And we are starting the 2024 class of Blaze Your Own Trail to Self-Love in April. And we are just putting some finishing touches on things. We're doing a little uh, pre-launch with our existing trailblazers who have already completed the program um, over the last, wow, four years that we've been running it. Um, We started this program in 2020 as a reaction to, (laughs) and I say reaction, not response, because I was freaking out, uh, reaction to all the things that didn't happen on tour as planned. And in the spirit of this episode and in the spirit of this program, um, all good things happen when we slow down, pivot, and think about what can happen next. So we are doing a little revamp on Blaze Your Own Trout Self-Love. We've gotten a lot of great feedback from our program alumni about the format. We started it as a 12-week intensive, and it was in intensive and then we started doing monthly workshops and that is where it's at so we've got some more options coming up for you shortly 
So if you go to hikingmyfeelings.org slash BYOT, as in blaze your own trail, you can sign up to get updates when we make our announcement, which should be like literally any day now, but not currently right now. Just an announcement about an announcement, my favorite kind of announcement to make. Uh, So yeah, go to hikingmyfeelings.org slash BYOT, and we will see you in the program once we make an announcement. You're welcome. Sawyer is more than an outdoor company. Every Sawyer product you buy contributes to our common humanity, bringing Sawyer water filtration systems to people in need all around the world. In just 2022 alone, 260,000 households in over 45 countries received clean drinking water through Sawyer filters. Over the past 10 years, we've teamed up with over 140 charities in 80 countries to provide long-term sustainable relief domestically, internationally, and in disaster situations. Together, we're saving millions of lives. Thank you. So, we were talking about the realization that I had, right? Is that where we left off? We were talking about uh, Joshua Tree, Life Without a Path. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, in 2021, uh, at the tail, so this advice came to me at the tail end of 2021. What happened in 2021, um, we're going to connect some, we're going to connect some dots here. And I invite you to join me on this journey to both think about your own dots that you've collected since uh, March 2020. And I'd like you to maybe think about this for your own life, but uh, in the spirit of not telling you what to do, but sharing my story and hoping that you find something valuable out of it. Here we go. So uh, 2019, self-published my first book. So psyched. Absolutely loved it. Did my first little like mini book tour. We were a week into it. Um, We had big plans. Same kind same kind of vibe as we had for this year um back in 2020 we had like this awesome route planned through the u.s and canada for my first book hiking my feelings stepping into the healing power of nature and then the pandemic happened and then i freaked out and then i stopped for like two weeks and i just cried and i did not function and i wrote some really borderline terrifying journal entries if i went back to read them today they're probably not great but sometimes you got to get the scary out of your head and onto the page so then We go and we have this amazing salvageable year. We survived 2020, both physically with our physical health, but also as an organization, um, which is really great to survive the first year that you have your organization established. Um, And then in 2021, I was like, okay, let's make up for last year. So I we created the Take a Hike Diabetes Campaign. It was a year-long campaign. I had my whole year booked out. Every single day I was going to be hiking for diabetes awareness, prevention, and management. And we planned some really big events. And they were virtual first because, you know, what is life after a pandemic? But also with some in-person experiences. And that was really fun. But I overdid it. I overcommitted. And I, by the end of the year, I was just like, I don't want to. And Barry was like, I suggest we try life without a path. And I was like, that sounds terrifying but awesome. So let's do it. So then we went to Maine. We planned out a year that was just retreats. So 2022 was retreats only. We, I think we hosted seven or eight that year. We were doing stuff on Catalina with our pals, uh, Melanie and Kalea Wassman from Rebel and Muse. We were in Big Sur. We did Lake Tahoe. We did our first um, two retreats in Sequoia. We did two more in Joshua Tree. So we were crushing. It was a really fun year. We managed to connect the dots between all the different um, workshops or all the different uh, retreats along the way and go see some music and and host some day hikes here and there around the different concerts that we were going to. And then in 2023, uh, or at the end of 2022, I was like, oh my gosh, we have this incredible opportunity to move to Catalina. I had been talking to the publisher about the book that's about to come out um, in October of 2022. 
And then we went hiking um, for our 10th anniversary across the island. And then we had all these realizations. We're like, oh, my God, we could go live on Catalina. This might be our landing spot. And if you've been watching our YouTube videos, we just released two videos from last year. Um, it's like the hidden, the lost files from Catalina um, where we're in the middle of figuring out that the dream that we came there for um, wasn't what we wanted. And sometimes that's a difficult lesson to learn. Barry, you want to talk about what happens when you have big dreams and you think that that's what you want and then um, they don't come true for whatever reason? I think this is what the religious folk call faith. Tell me more. Sometimes you just need to like, what is it? Let let go and let Jesus? Let go and let God. Let God. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So we're just, you know, sometimes you just got to let go and let let things happen. Yeah. Because we're, you know, like I, I like to think that if you take care of today, tomorrow will take care of itself. Say that again for the people that weren't listening. Like I don't listen the first time you say things. Okay. If you take care of today, tomorrow will take care of itself. So anywho, and it's just, you know, about doing what makes you happy, doing what is good. And is, you know, as long as we get something done, you know, that points us in the right direction, the future will always present itself with all these great opportunities. So, but those opportunities may actually not be what you originally intended them to be. And that's... But the kicker is, they may be better. Hey, that's that's what we like to hear. So, at some point, out of my dark and stormy, it's like at one point I had posted something on uh, Facebook asking my friends that I'm still connected with there. Um, like, I was... I, I wasn't like... I mean, like, I want to be clear, like, I wasn't, like, on the edge of, like, doing something stupid or, like, I wasn't thinking about, like, what the end looks like. But I was like, I just need someone other than my beautiful husband, my devastatingly handsome, incredibly supportive, so wise husband, to just, like, affirm that um, that there's a connection here and that, uh, like, if you got a memory about, like, how I've impacted your life or something, that would be super great. So I was just, like, moved beyond movement uh, to the, some of those responses. Um, shout out to some the friends and family and, and uh, former colleagues that reached out to make sure that I was okay. I was okay. And what I ultimately needed was a reminder that um, what we're doing is worth fighting for because sometimes this just feels like I'm apps like I'm on the verge of losing my mind sometimes and I know that this is work worth doing I know that it's impactful I know that it's important and when I think about the alternative like going and doing literally anything else with my time or talent um, it makes me want to barf and also makes me really protective of what we've built and also it's sometimes like uh, the the healer that I'm working with last week um, he said when you live on purpose it's so demanding and I was just like, yeah, it is so demanding. Like the work that we do at Hiking My Feelings is not does not require the same kind of output as my corporate career. Like I'm not managing multiple clients and multiple multimillion dollar budgets and all the relationships and all the oversight and all the project management and all the things that I was doing in corporate. Like I don't work that hard. Like if that's the metric for how hard I'm working, I'm not working that hard here. But the work that we're doing here is so much harder than the work I was doing in corporate because it's stuff that I care about. And it's like I can't deny that this is why I'm on this planet but it just takes so much out of me sometimes. And I was feeling really, really afraid and scared and vulnerable 
and kind of like end of times. And I'm, I've been trying to think about why I feel like end of times as we get into like the most exciting month of all time, which is the beginning of this tour. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about what we got coming up soon. But um, I think and I'm kind of verbally working through this area if you want to if you want to jump in and, and reflect and help me process. I think the reason that I'm feeling a little bit end of times actually has nothing to do with me or the emotions that I carry or my story or my growth. Like if I th- if I stop and pause and think about my life, everything's fine. We've got food in the fridge. We got uh, snuggles when it's cold outside. We got a van that's working. We've got enough money to pay for what we need to pay for today. And we've got a really cool runway of things that are coming. So I don't think that it's me necessarily. I think the thing that I've been feeling end of times about is this transition. This transition from self-published to traditionally published. Ooh, I'm going to cry and that's fine. And also the transition from hiking my feelings to hiking your feelings. And I think actually the more I talk about it and the more that it's not just swirly thoughts in my head and like words coming out of my mouth. Um, I feel like I'm so acutely aware of how much fun this should be. And when it doesn't feel fun, I feel guilty thoughts. Well, we haven't got to do any of the fun stuff yet. I know. (laughs) I've been trying to take care of today. So tomorrow will come and I'm just, when I I wish I had a time machine, but also I want to soak this up and, and enjoy every moment. Well, someday these will be the good old days. It's also been, we've literally been trapped in this van, a 1998 Chevy van, for five days straight because of rain. So we haven't been hiking. The trails are garbage. Right. There's snow on the mountains. It's like, yeah. it's mud, snow, and like the van is soggy. Soggy. Yeah, I forgot about know? that. Um, so it's like, you know. It's that time of year. Yeah. Seasonal affective dis- dis- disorder. We're in bed at 6.30. We're up at 3. Yeah. And we're not hiking. We're not hiking. But let's talk about the stuff that we're going to be doing. Okay. Let's talk about the stuff we're going to be doing. <sighs> All right. I am so excited. I'm going to talk about things that are confirmed because we have so much that's out in the ether. I just want to stay rooted in what is happening because... I feel like, and I'm coming back to a point that I never really finished earlier, um, when I was talking about how you can talk about things like in the spirit of the law of attraction, they say, talk, talk about it as if it's happened. I am the master at this. And sometimes I feel like I'm lying to myself. But in the spirit of talking about the things that I want to have happen, um, I'm also going to ground myself in the things that are confirmed. I'm holding the vision of a, of a fleshed out plan Um, And to Barry's point, the plan that we had is not going to be executed in the way that we planned it. And if my plan is not the plan, I am so excited to see what actually happens this year. So let's start with March. Right. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. so the first thing that we're doing in March is the Intentional Hiking Speaker Series. If you aren't familiar Renee Patrick, a.k.a. We Are Hiker Trash on Instagram, is just an iconic long-distance through hiker She's a real big deal in the through hiking community. She does 
um, different consulting with trail organizations about how to empower trail users, um, incorporating the feedback from through hikers who are spending so much time on these trails and how to improve trails with that kind of feedback in mind. Um, she also started a speaker series um, and conversation series called Intentional Hiking. And I am thrilled to be joining Renee on the 4th, March 4th, um, to talk about wellness in the wilderness, how hiking can help us heal, um, and just have some conversations about how other people in this community of intentional hikers are finding healing in the outdoors and see where we can go with that and see what kind of different inspiration we might find um, from each other as community members, but also just to inspire folks that might not already be hiking and healing like this. This might be a new thing for some people. Um, we've spent a lot of time in the outdoor industry, as it were, um, paying attention to industry trends and connecting with all of the really great brands that have given us support over the years um, and just being up to speed with what's going on in the industry. And now I'm excited to think about like what it looks like to zoom out from the industry and think about like somebody who's never been hiking before if they ran across intentional hiking and or hiking your feelings like how might that shape the next generation of people that give a shit about the planet um people that are encouraging the outdoors to be more inclusive and more accessible um like what does the future of outdoor recreation look like if we're talking about the people that don't currently recreate coming in from a perspective of healing versus conquering or peak bagging or whatever um so that's intentional hiking speaker series on the fourth thoughts barry anything to add yeah no no okay great <laughs> uh, the, um, yeah i mean it's gonna be a busy week that week yeah so. it's a busy week i was just looking at like my phone and like looking at everything that's like at the calendar so like, yeah uh and then on march 5th um i am thrilled to be co-presenting with um daniel from the Sequoia Parks Conservancy. He is the director of the Field Institute at Sequoia Kings Canyon National Park. Um, Daniel Hecker and I are going to be co-presenting a case study at the Public Lands Alliance Conference on March 5th about exactly what I was just saying in regards to where I think we can kind of take things in an interesting angle and perspective to consider when introducing new people to recreation is like, how do we introduce new people to the healing power of nature, but also to advocacy, to these nonprofit organizations that support our public lands. Um, before we started doing this work specifically with nonprofit partners of national parks back in 2020, when we started with Joshua Tree, I didn't know anything about how the National Park Service works or where the funding comes from or how projects in the park are funded. And I thought, it, you know, like they establish a budget in Washington, every park gets their dollars and that's it. Um, what I learned, though, is like entrance fees go anywhere. They can be they aren't necessarily redistributed into the park where they are collected. They are kind of redistributed wherever they need to go. And so these nonprofit partners of national parks and other public lands are really critical to the ecosystem of funding projects and increasing awareness of public lands and how to advocate for them, protect them, and promote them. And so what we're finding is we think we've kind of cracked a code here. Like there's volunteerism already exists. That's where you pay to go volunteer and be part of an experience that helps connect you to the land. There are wilderness retreats that already exist. You go and you 
go out and you go backpacking or maybe you're going on some kind of like off the grid executive white space, whatever the corporate lingo is for the things we're doing outside these days. Maybe you've already done all that. But what we're kind of finding in here and falling into here with hiking our hiking, my feelings and the work that we do um, with our park partners is this intersection of environmental stewardship, mindful movement and personal well-being. So what are the ways that we can connect people to public lands and to themselves in order to be able to introduce a new generation of stewards, advocates, and people that are like intentional hikers, intentional recreators? So that's the presentation at the Public Lands Alliance on March 5th. Barry, thoughts? Well, I think the, the one thing that why it's so important to us is, for those of you that don't know, the Public Lands Alliance is is not really open to the public type thing. You got to pay to be a part of it. But what these people that are members of the public lands Alliance is every single public land manager, state, local, federal BLM, anybody that manages any public lands. And is a member will be there. Yeah. Yeah. So for us to get into a room and speak about what we do and how it's a win, win, win. Yeah. Win for, for us. Everybody. Win for the nonprofit partners and win for the land agency that manages the land where we're recreating. It's and a win for everybody. That attend. And the people, yeah. And most importantly, I would argue the people that attend. And then we go to South by Southwest in Austin, where I will be doing my first reading of my book. I will be doing my first signing of my book. And I get to do all of it. With this guy, Barry's been added to the South by Southwest lineup, and we're going to do a little book conversation. Yep. Yeah, we're going to talk about Hiking Your Feelings, Blazing a Trail to Self-Love. Uh, it's one of 12 books that was selected to debut at South by Southwest, and this is the first time I'm speaking at South by Southwest since I was there in 2011, so it's been 13 years 13 years since uh, the last time I spoke at South By, and I am very, very excited. Thoughts, Barry? Yeah, we're doing a trail cleanup. Yep, we're working on a trail cleanup. We'll have details for that. Uh, that's going to be Sunday, March 10th. We've got a cleanup that we're working on with some of our partners and sponsors in the area. And after South by Southwest, uh, on official publication day, is the launch at Diesel in Del Mar here in San Diego. Diesel is a bookstore. It is the first bookstore that I did a reading and signing at with Hiking My Feelings. Um, I absolutely love that bookstore. Like the vibe is just beautiful. It's uh, really wonderful people run it. Um, and I just am really looking forward to returning there. So we've got that happening on March 12th, which is the actual publication day. So like the day that the book is officially available, we're launching it at Diesel in Del Mar here in San Diego. And if you aren't able to join us for any of those things, um, if you aren't able to join us for any of those things and you'd like to celebrate, we would love to see you at the virtual launch on March 19th. We will be sharing more information about how you can register for that soon. But in the meantime, if you have your pre-order confirmation, you can forward that to hello, H-E-L-L-O, at hikingmyfeelings.org, and we will get you on the list for the virtual launch. So we'll have more information about Blaze Your Own Trail to Self-Love coming up soon. We'll have more information about the virtual launch coming up soon. Some of this kind of feels like an announcement about an announcement, but I think we had some pretty good little 
digestible nuggets in here, Barry. Well, I also, I mean, you haven't mentioned uh, Grand Staircase. Oh, we got a retreat in Grand Staircase, Escalante. Yep. Yep. So there's still only two slots left? Only two spots left for that. And that is a brand new one that we're doing with our partners at Grand Staircase Escalante Partners, which is the official nonprofit partner of Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument. And we are doing a environmental stewardship project to support the work that GSEP, Grand Staircase Escalante Partners, does. Um, we're going to be remediating graffiti in Spooky and Peekaboo Canyon, which Barry and I had an opportunity to scout last year. Barry, you want to tell folks a little bit about the canyons and the uh, just what you thought about going through there? Because we hadn't been there, through there before. Yeah, I mean, it's it's massive. I mean, that whole monument is at genuinely massive how many miles is it 1.9 million acres and that's like the size of like rhode island or something well joshua tree is rhode island joshua tree is bigger than rhode island this is bigger than that so okay. it's absolutely massive but either yeah. way we're gonna get to see dinosaurs um, dinosaur tracks dinosaur tracks well who um, knows who knows you think we'll see dinosaurs who knows we might see dinosaurs um yeah dinosaur tracks we're gonna uh, clean up some graffiti those um Going through those uh, slot canyons are absolutely breathtaking. Tell 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 the people that are listening more about slot canyons. What did you think about them? Well, what's what's the definition? It needs to be so deep and and uh, narrow to be considered a slot canyon. I think Isn't so. there some actual statistics? I think to it? there is, but I can't recall what it is. Yeah. Um, any, anywho, yeah. it's it's like you're just looking up at you know 30, 40 feet of just like sheer sandstone walls. Yeah. And it's just you're kind of squeezing through and you got like this, you know, dirt pathway. Um, but the other thing that's interesting is where we're going. It's it's one of the quietest places in America. In yeah. The, it's in one the lower 48. Of, that's right. It was pretty quiet when we were there. Yeah. And so we're doing uh, this retreat is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday situation because um, you're going to to get to Escalante, Utah. You're going to need to travel um, either into Colorado or into Salt Lake or somewhere around there um, to be able to get out to Escalante. So we want to give you some time to get home before your work week starts on Monday. So we're doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday for that. And like Barry said, we've got two spots left. All your food is included. All your water is included. We've got a groover system, which if you don't know what that means, look it up and or keep listening. Uh, basically, we're pooping in buckets with bags in them. Um, and if this is your first time doing that, that might be a little bit alarming, but I'm going to tell you, it's so lovely. It's lovely because we have the best view wherever GSEP sets up the toilets. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, but we have two spots left. You can snag yours at hikingmyfeelings.org slash Escalante, E-S-C-A-L-A-N-T-E. Did I get that right? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Perfect. Uh, so you can find that there. We're going to be uh, opening registration for our retreats in Sequoia National Park soon. We've got um, a retreat that is exclusively available to folks that are signing up for the 2024 class of Blaze Your Own Trail to Self-Love. So that is a format that I have been looking to host since I wrote Wilderness Retreats? Question mark In the corner of a journal in 2015. Um, so I figured... It's time to stop waiting. It's time to be about it. So just thinking about it. So we'll have that one coming up. Um, and then this fall, we'll be returning to Joshua Tree. We've got a couple extra things kind of cooking in the um, grand scheme of things here. But those are the things that we know of that we're really excited about. That'll take us through launch week um, and the virtual launch the week after launch week. So um, stay tuned. We've got 
all kinds of cool stuff coming up this year. Um, what exactly? To be determined. But we know for sure that Blaze Your Own Trail is going to be the best it's ever been this year for that program. We know that our retreats are going to be just on point and crushing. And we're really looking forward to seeing how the book tour and the supporting events for that end up populating now that we have decided that the plan that I came up with is not the plan. Um, so we'll see how the plan ends up filling in for itself. Thoughts? I'm just I'm I'm looking. I don't know if they can see it there. What Probably you, not. But if you're if you're in the family, the oh, yeah. my feelings, uh, muddy networks, you can see where this this mother of all retreats yeah is going to be held. Yeah. So the mother of all retreats is available right now. Moat. 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 I like that. A moat. Moat. A moat. It's the moat retreat, kind of right. like a goat retreat. Right. Uh. So the if you're a member of the hiking my feelings family. And you're an alumni of Blaze Your Own Trail to Self-Love from class 2020 through 2023. Uh, go to the BYOT Trailhead section of the community network. And if you're wondering what the heck we're talking about, because you're like, what is this community you speak of? Um, we have been rocking and rolling on Mighty Networks since 2020. And we are excited to be ramping that back up with a little bit more intention, a little bit more focus, a little bit more attention. Um, and you can join at family.hikingmyfeelings.org. It's free to join. Um, it's a private social network. So it's like Facebook, but without all the weirdos that are on Facebook and all the ads and stuff. And it's a nice respite from the news feed that is all doom and gloom these days. Um, so if you need a break and you need a space where community feels accessible at any hour of the day, um, where you can find some great resources about the healing power of nature, um, you can go find those at our little gathering space on the internet at the Hiking My Feelings Family social network, as it were, um, which is family.hikingmyfeelings.org. So, Barry, you got any uh, parting thoughts today before we wrap this up? I'm just ready for Ginny's Little Longhorn Saloon. Please tell me we're going to go there and get boiled hot dogs, Hormel chili, and listen to Rockabilly and play chicken shit bingo. That's our plan Please for Sunday. Please tell me we're going to do that. See it, see it at Jenny's Little Longhorn Saloon on Sunday. Austin, Texas. In Austin, Texas. March 10th, following our hike, we'll go there. Oh. Because it's only on Sundays. So that's where we're going to go. <laughs> Lucky yeah. us. Yeah. All right. Um, for everybody that's listening, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to Wellness in the Wilderness. Um, we have been on quite the journey since we started this show um, back in 2022. And we are excited to have some new episodes coming out for you this season. It's going to be me and Barry reflecting. Um, if we run into some cool people on the road, we'll we'll put a mic in their face if they're down for it. But we are just really excited about what's coming up. We're excited about the opportunity to share our work with new audiences at the Public Lands Alliance Conference at South by Southwest, talk about zooming out um, and getting focused on something that's not just outdoorsy. Like South by Southwest is, is uh, it's going to be a good thing. I'm really looking forward to sharing that stage with you, Mr. Williams. Yep. Plus you're going to be on TV. We don't know about that yet. Shh. All right. All right. So maybe on TV too. Um, okay. So 
Uh, new episodes drop on Wednesdays. If you aren't already, subscribe to our newsletter, uh, hikingmyfeelings.org slash subscribe, or you can go to newsletter.hikingmyfeelings.org. And that's where you can stay hip with all the updates that we've got coming down. So if you want to stay current with all the things that we have happening, and if you want to be part of witnessing our dreams come true, if you want to see Sydney and Barry live in their joy like Taylor and Travis, then you should join the family, which is our uh, little community. So hikingmyfeelings.org slash community or family.hikingmyfeelings.org. Uh, you should, if you're on Instagram and you want updates and you want to help us get the word out, join the trail team. It's our broadcast channel. We post different things there, um, just to like get a vibe check, see how everybody's doing, but also sharing some things there, um, for the folks that want to help us get the word out. Cause it takes a village to get a book out these days. Um, and you can just, you know, be one with all the things we've got coming up if you like getting emails um then you can subscribe to our newsletter so thank you for listening thank you for all your support um we are looking forward to an incredible year 2024 is the year of hiking your feelings and the transition out of hiking my feelings and into hiking your feelings and we'll have more reflections on that transition and all the things we're doing as we go um from the Hiking My Feelings headquarters, a.k.a. a 1998 Chevy named Ruby. I am Sydney Williams. And I'm Barry Williams. Yeah, he nailed it. <laughs> and we will talk to you next time. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Have a good week on purpose. And, um, yeah, take good care of yourself. Take good care of each other. Each other. Dream big. Be kind. We'll see you next time. Yeah, does that mean we're getting a jet? We're going we're gonna to be like Tay Tay and Travis Ke- or Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey shit. Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Is that when we're yeah. getting a jet? Yeah, we're getting a jet. Okay. Uh, when Oprah adds my book to her book club or Reese adds my book to her book club or I sit next to Kelly Clarkson on the Kelly Clarkson show and we get like bestseller book sales, we're getting a jet. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> we probably we might get a nicer van, um, but. You know, TBD. One, one that runs in the rain. All right. Well, let's let these people go. All right. Okay. All Over right. and out. Thanks for joining us on this week's show. We hope this episode has been a breath of fresh air for you and has inspired you to find your wellness in the wilderness. We will reconnect with nature and you again next week. 